Hello, Wild Wanders, and welcome to our wicked window of the internet. Won't you pour yourself a cup of your best tea, light a candle to stave away the darkness, and cozy up as we tell you a story? Wittershins is a storytelling podcast where we will dive into dusty bookshelves and winding, darkened pathways, looking to stories from gothic literature, folklore, fairy tales, horror, and beyond. We are accompanied by our trusted bard and guitarist Joe Saborin, who will be live accompanying for us as our characters find their way out of the thickets and snarls of their tales. My name is Ashley Nunez, and I will be your narrator to peer over bough and branch, following our heroes and foes into far distant lands, both familiar and unknown. Let us begin Once Upon a Time. or go by Carterhaw, for young Tamlin is there. There's none that goes by Carterhaw, but must leave him a wed, either gold ring or green mantles, or else their maidenhead. Now gold rings ye may buy, maidens, green mantles ye may spin, but if you lose your maidenhead, you'll ne'er get that again. But up spoke her fair Janet, the fairest of all her kin, I'll come and go to Carterhaw and ask no leave of him. Janet has belted her green kirtle a little around her knee and braided her yellow hair a little around her knee. And to the wood of Carterhaw she traveled forth alone to pull the roses from the tree in spite of young Tamlin. And when she came to Carterhaw she went beside the well and there she found his steed standing but away was himself. She had not plucked a red, red rose, a rose but barely three, till up then started young Tamlin at Lady Janet's knee. Why plucks thou the rose, Janet, and why breaks thou the tree, or why come ye to Carterhaw without asking leave of me? Carterhaw, it is my own, my dog ate to me. I'll come and go by Carterhaw and ask no leave of thee. He took her by the milk-white hand among the leaves so green, and what they did I cannot tell, the green leaves were between. He took her by the milk-white hand among the roses red, and what they did I cannot say, she ne'er returned a maid. When she came to her father's hall, she looked so pale and wan, they thought she had some strange sickness or been with some layman. She did not comb her yellow hair nor milk o'er her head an ill thing that the lady took was like to be her death. 
four and twenty ladies fair were playing at the chess, and out then came fair Janet as green as onion glass. Out then spoke an old gray knight, lady o'er the castle wall, and alas for thee, Janet, but will be blamed all. Hold your tongue, ye old gray knight, some ill death may you die. Father my baron on whom I will, I'll father none on thee. Out then spoke her father dear when he spoke meek and mild, and ere, alas, my sweet Janet, I think thou art with child. If that I am with child, father, myself must bear the blame. There's not a lord about your hall shall get the baby's name. And if I be with child, father, t'will prove a wondrous birth, for I will swear I'm not with child to any man on earth. And if my love were an earthly knight, as he's an elfin gray, I would not give my own true love for any lord you say. The steed that my true love rides on is lighter than the wind, with silver he is shod before with burning gold behind. Janet has kilted her kirtle green a little round her knee, and she has snooted her yellow hair a little about her brie. And she's away to Carterhaw as fast as she can be. And when she came to Carterhaw, she went beside the well, and there she found his steed standing, but away was himself. She had not plucked a red, red rose, a rose but barely three, till up then started young Tamlin at Lady Janet's knee. Why plucks thou the rose, Janet, among the leaves so green, and all to kill the bonny babe that we got us between? The truth you'll tell to me, Tamlin, forsake that died on tree, if e'er you were in holy chapel or Christendom did see. The truth I'll tell to thee, Janet, a word I will not lie. A knight me got, a lady me bore, as well as they did thee. Randolph, Earl Murray was my sire, Dunbar, Earl March is thine. We loved when we were children small, which yet you will may mind. When I was a boy, just turned of nine, my uncle sent for me to hawk, to hunt, and ride with him and keep him company. There came a wind out of the north, a sharp wind and a snell. A dead sleep then came over me, and from my horse I fell. The queen of fairies caught me and took me to herself, and ere since in yon gray hill, with her I'm bound to dwell. We that live in fairyland, no sickness, no, nor pain. I quit my body when I will, and take to it again. I quit my body when I please, or unto it repair. We can inhabit at our ease, in either earth or air. Our shapes and sizes we can convert to either large or small, an old nutshell the same to us as is a lofty hall. We sleep in rose bushes soft and sweet, and revel in the stream. We wanton lightly in the wind, or glide on a sunbeam. And all our wants are well supplied from every rich man's store, who thankless sins the gifts he gets and vainly grasps for more. And it is such a bonny place, and I like it so well, that I would never tire Janet in fairyland to dwell. But I, at every seven years, they pay the tithe to hell, and I'm so fair and full of flesh, fear twill be myself. This night is Halloween, Janet, the 
this morn is hollow day. And if ye dare your true love win, ye haven't time to stay. The night it is good Halloween when fairy folk will ride, and she that would her true love win at Miles Cross she must bide. And how shall thee I ken, Tamlin, and how shall thee I know, among so many fairy folk the like I never saw? The first company that passes by, stand still and let them go. The next company that passes by, stand still and do right so. The third company that passes by, all clad in robes of green. It is the head, one of them all, for it in it rides the queen. I'll be there on the milk-white steed, with a gold star on my crown. Because I was an earthly knight, they gave me that renown. First let pass the black Janet, and then let pass the brown. But grip ye to the milk-white steed, and pull the rider down. My right hand will be gloved, Janet, my left hand will be bare. And these the tokens I give to thee, if you would win me there. They'll turn me in your arms, lady, into an esk and adder. But hold me fast, don't let me pass, for I am your bairn's father. They'll turn me into a bear so grim, then a lion bold, but hold me fast and fear me not, as ye shall love your child. Again they'll turn me in your arms into a red-hot brand of iron, but hold me fast, let me not pass, I'll do to you no harm. First dip me in a stand of milk and then in a stand of water, but hold me fast, let me not pass, I'll be your band's father. They'll shape me in your arms, Janet, a dove and then a swan. At last they'll shape me in your arms, a mother naked man. Cast your green mantle o'er me and I'll be myself again. Cast your green mantle o'er me and so I will be one. Gloomy, gloomy was the night and eerie was the way as fair Janet in her green mantle two miles cross did gay. The heavens were black, the night was dark, and dreary was the place. But Janet stood with eager wish, her lover to embrace. Betwixt the hours of twelve and one, a north wind tore the bent, and straight she heard the elfin sounds upon that wind which went. About the dread hour of the night she heard the bridles ring, and Janet was as glad of that as any earthly thing. Their oaten pipes blew wondrous shrill, the hemlocks small blew clear, and louder notes from the hemlocks large and bog reeds struck the ear. Fair Janet stood with mine unmoved, the dreary heath upon, and louder, louder waxed the sound as they came riding on. Will of the wisp before them went, set forth a twinkling light, and soon she saw the fairy bands all riding in her sight. First she let the black pass by, and then she let the brown. But fast she gripped the milk-white steed and pulled the rider down. She pulled him from the milk-white steed and let the bridle fall. And up there raised an eldritch cry, he was one among us all. They shaped him in fair Janet's arms, an esk and then an adder. She held him fast in every shape to be her baron's father. They shaped him in her arms at last, a mother naked man. She wrapped him in her green mantle, and so her true love won. Up then spoke the fairy queen, out of a bush of broom. She that has borrowed young Tamlin has got a stately groom. 
Up then spoke the fairy queen out of the bush of rye. She has taken away the bonniest knight and all my company. But had I known, Tamlin, she says, what now I see this night, I would have taken thy two gray eyes and turned thee to a tree. Oh, had I known, Tamlin, she says, before ye came from home, I would have taken your heart of flesh and put in a heart of stone. Had I but the wit, Estreen, I would have brought today, I'd paid my tithe seven times to hell, ere you'd be one away, my love, ere you'd be one away. Wittershins is created by Ashley Nunez of Old Growth Alchemy and folk musician Joe Saborin. In the presence of their curious cat Django, a few too many half-drunk cups of tea, and far too many begrudgingly half-completed art projects. If you'd like to follow along Joe and his musical machinations, you can find him at Joe Saborin Music on Facebook and Instagram or joesaborin.com. For more glimpses into the wild woods of story, botanical libations, and sensual ephemera, you can find me, Ashley, at Old Growth Alchemy on Facebook and Instagram or at oldgrowthalchemy.com. And if you've enjoyed what you're listening to, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Until next time, friends new and old, we'll be sure to keep the kettle on with a seat open for you by the fire.